Hey guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers and this is Pat O. Pat O. I'm miserable. <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. I can I've oh never God. heard you like this before. Uh I've been sick a time or two on the show, but that just means that I am clearly a fucking trooper. And um, you know, there's a cure for this. There's a cure for what ails me. Do you want to know what it is? <laughs> Tell me what it is. What do you need? If every single person that listened to this show gave me five dollars, <laughs> and then I would feel better. I'd be over this. It's only yeah. five dollars. It's like the where, price of a coffee. Where do they send it to? Where's the? Where's what's your Venmo or Cash App handle? Uh, well, I got a bunch of them. Yeah, just check my link tree. They're all in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon. No, that's too much of a commitment because then it's a reoccurring charge. This this is different. This, this is a one-time gift. One-time this gift for a, my pain and suffering. This is a one-time fee. And here's the thing. If you use Venmo to Venmo poor dear sick Ashers, and this is not this is not fake sick. This is not helping her fight her tax evasion lawsuit like it was last time. This is legitimately she's sick. If you Venmo her $5 or greater, you can say whatever filthy fucking thing you want to in the memo. Oh How about God. that? How about that? <laughs> whatever you want to say. I'll accept that judgment free. <laughs> this is your chance. This is your chance. It's it's almost like it's like kind of like, you know, that anonymous thing that's going around, like like anonymous questions or anonymous statements that you can make to people on Instagram. This is even yeah. better because... But it's it not comes, anonymous. Right. But still, you could drop her five bucks, say whatever the fuck you want to say, and then move on and know that she took the five bucks. I mean, I guess if it's really repugnant, you could reject the transaction, but let's face it, you probably won't. I'm sorry. I probably just hijacked this whole thing. <laughs> Although, who knows? Maybe you might, you might get more of a response now. We'll see. Nobody's going to send me any money. Oh, I bet they will, just to fucking tell you what's on their mind. <laughs> do it i don't know if they send me money no ashes, i'm um, i don't know if they have the balls to do it do you think they got the balls to do it <laughs> oh no they don't have the balls to do it that's the problem <sighs> yeah they, they're, they're too afraid and, and i think uh, they're afraid too yeah i mean especially um at the risk of identifying themselves absolutely not um yeah because they no, don't this know. Is, this is tip money. I deserve a tip, goddammit. I shouldn't be recording this week. I should have just canceled the show. But I don't do that. I'm not a right. quitter. Okay? I've never quit anything in my life. I started doing cocaine at 14, and I still do cocaine at 31. <laughs> Jesus. Good for you. That's right. Uh, I bought a bunch of cough syrup, so this will be interesting. Um <laughs> I'm hilarious when I don't feel good. Anyway, <laughs> Pato, how the fuck was your weekend? <laughs> my, my, my weekend was good. I uh, it was a 48 hour film weekend, so um, I got to I got to be a filmmaker again, which uh, is something that uh, happens less and less the older and older that I get. And um, you know, I I do the 48 hour thing every year. If you haven't heard me talk about it on the show before, how it works is that. Uh, it's, it's like a, it's a worldwide event that happens at different weekends in different parts of the planet. But, uh, this weekend was in Chicago and a bunch of teams got together, about 50 teams got together Friday night. We were all, uh, given individual genres and at random. And then, uh, we were given a character, a 
prop and a line of dialogue that we had to incorporate in the seven minute film that we had to write, direct, and edit between the hours of 7.30 on Friday and 7.30 on Sunday. So um, that's what we did. And we came up with something truly spectacular, Recipe for Oblivion. It was kind of a, uh, well, it's it's in the pedo aesthetic, which is what I've learned to call it by now. It's just <laughs> everything that I do just kind of turns out looking a certain way. And I'm totally cool with that. Um, you know, I, I started making movies in high school and they kind of had a certain vibe to them. And I just, you know, am 41 years old and have never lost that vibe. It still looks like something, something in someone in high school made, which I'm cool with. Um, cause I've tried to do other stuff and it doesn't, I don't like it as much. And I really liked what we came up with this year. It was a lot of fun. It was, um, genuinely hilarious. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I, I saw it. I watched it. Yeah. Of rather, course you saw Of course I'm going to show it to you. I rather enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was genuinely hilarious, uh, you know, but I think it's because, um, like a lot of the jokes that I get, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in on. And I think that, um, yeah, and some of it's just kind of my humor anyway. Are, are people going to be able to watch this? Are other people, are, can, can the fans watch it somewhere? Yeah. So right now, so here's the problem is that you only have 48 hours to do everything, right? Which that's the point. So what you saw was the 48 hour version. Now, whenever we do these, if, if we, Sometimes we do these and we really like the movies. And when that happens, we'll do a second cut where we'll spend another week really making it. Because, I mean, I mean, I'm sure you noticed there was a couple things in it that were like kind of off. That sure. were just things that need to be fixed in editing. So, um, yes, the, the goal is by this upcoming Friday, October 1st, we're going to have a non-48-hour cut, which will be a little bit cleaner. Um, and it won't have all the 48 hour, like bumper thing before it and all that shit. And that is the one that will go to film festivals all over the place. And that'll be the one that'll be on YouTube and everyone can watch it and, and blah, blah, blah. What you saw was the super secret friends only 48 hour film cut. That's the one that they'll be. So I mean, it will, that will be screening in Chicago. Uh, I think next Wednesday, October 12th and Hyde Park at some theater, which tickets are 25 bucks. I don't expect anyone to fucking go to it. I might not even go. Um, but that that is that version. But this, but we're going to do a, a we're going to spend a, a little bit more time kind of cleaning it up better. And that version, that'll be in film festivals all over the place. And uh, I'll keep everyone informed. There's a Blue Island Film Festival that's like the first weekend in November that I think we're going to get into. And... Um, that I will definitely pimp the shit out of because I'm sure that's going to be like in Blue Island for $5. So all of the Chicagoland listeners, please come to that. Uh, the 48-hour one, which is, uh, like I said, next week in Hyde Park for 25 bucks a ticket. Dude, <laughs> buy merch with that. Take that 25 bucks. Don't spend 25 I, I, Text me. I'll send you a link to it. You can watch it for free. I don't want anyone spending $25 to watch this piece of shit. But... um. Yeah, so it'll 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 definitely make the rounds eventually, but um, right now we're still kind of. So I mean, yeah. how, so you submit it to the forty eight hour film festival, and then what? It gets picked up by other festivals from there. I don't know how that works. No, so uh, no, so that what you saw is just for the forty eight hour, right? Okay. So um, because it has to be, you have to be done with editing within the forty eight hour. There's rules. It has to be uploaded by a certain time. Yada yada yada. So sure. that is that 
iteration of the film. It exists in that form for the 48 hour film festival. Now I can take that movie and I can spend longer working on it. I could add more to it, whatever. And then that I can do whatever I want with. So what I'll do from there is um, like the blue Island film festival. I know of just because of uh, living on the South side of Chicago, blue Island is one of the suburbs around here, right? That has a lot of like artsy people in it. And then there's other film festivals like the 14 film festival that my other film just got third place in uh, that, uh, that kind of stuff pops up here and there. You can go on film freeway and uh, that has a list of film festivals that are kind of ongoing and I can send it wherever I want. I'll send, I'll make sure that it goes to trauma dance for next year. Sure. Uh, hopefully we get screened at that. You know, I think this, this one, I think definitely will, because this is very much trauma movie. Um, the only thing that's missing is nudity, which now that I have time, I might try to find out a way to put in some boobs. Um, <laughs> just put some, just fucking insert a picture of boobs. <laughs> just boobs. I know. I really wanted to do boobs this year. We got real close to it. I'll send and you a picture I, of my boobs and then we could sell it for. Uh, I don't want to see your boobs. That would be weird. That would be. I think if you look like a sister, I don't want to. Well, then, but then, like everybody could buy it. Everybody would would buy it then if we advertise. I want it. You know it? what I want to do? Just just sidestepping real quick because you were just on the Y two K movie podcast talking about be my cat. I want to do a be my cat about you. I swear to God, I think that's a good idea. Do it. I could. You just and even though like people might not, you're not necessarily as uh, big of a name as Anne Hathaway. I think that, um, Almost, but, you know. the idea of doing a guy that's obsessed with a, uh, I don't want to say Q list, but just like a, just a, a mild internet celebrity chick. Some <laughs> e-girl. Yeah. Yeah. Just a guy that's obsessed with some fucking Midwestern e-girl. Sure. And, and so what we're talking about is, uh, me and Daniel Thorne, like from the Blue Moon, uh, Blue Blue Room uh, podcast, um, Blue Room Insight podcast. I'm sorry, Dan. <laughs> I'm God. sorry, Danny. He listens to the show too. I know. I listen to his show too. God damn it. So, uh, <laughs> um, we yeah, we do the Y2K movie podcast, and we had Ashers on uh, Friday's episode. And it was our first guest, which is something that we're going to do sporadically. And it was also our first double feature, which is something that we're going to start doing sporadically. But Asher's was both at the same time because she is a glutton. And uh, what we what we decided to do was she brought up doing uh, Be My Cat, a film for Anne, which is a uh, found footage fake documentary about a Romanian filmmaker that is uh, trying to make a movie to impress Anne Hathaway. And this is a real, there's like a, you know, it's a very meta concept, very high concept film. And that was part one of the double feature. Part two was colossal. And if you want to hear our thoughts on that, go listen to that episode. It was really good. It just came out Friday, but, uh, be my cat really kind of when I was watching it, I couldn't help but think that like, there's probably people out there that are like that obsessed with you. Oh, I think I I could probably even name drop some. I got a pretty good idea about who they are. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I'm like, there's, I'm, there's like, there's neckbeards out there that probably feel this way about Ashers. I'm like, what if we, you know, it just kind of got the wheels turning about doing something like that about you. And uh, I don't know. It's a, I'm going to percolate on that idea. And uh, I think you should too. And if you have ideas, you should send them my way. I would participate. Yeah. I think that would be really interesting. 
You know, I, I say it all the time. I'm not an actress, but I'm fucking damn good at playing myself. You know, so. <laughs> well, so, so is Mike Vanderbilt. I'm very good about writing, uh, writing parts for my friends where they don't have to act that much. They yeah. just have to. I bring out their finer qualities, and uh, you know, because that's the whole point of like the reason that I, I I do this year after year, and my friends are willing to come out and do it with me is that I don't make anyone look bad. You know what I mean? I kind of know who I'm working with, and I know what their strengths are. And the whole idea of, of making a movie in general, but also making a movie with your friends is not to make anyone look stupid, you know, it's to make, it's to kind of show the idealized version of themselves. I think not that my shit's like that grounded in reality, but, um, yeah, I mean, if we were, and if, and once, once you develop that trust with people, they're willing to come out and do whatever you want them to do. Cause they know that it's going to be good. They know you're going to make them look good. And they know that they're going to have something that they can be proud of, that they can, that they can fucking share with their friends and family and they can, you know, whatever, another thing for fucking social media. So, yeah, I mean, if we ever did that, I would, I, I would, we'd have to figure out a way to do it though, because like be my cat Anne Hathaway is not in it. So we'd have to do a version of that movie where Anne Hathaway is actually in it. And what would that look like? So it couldn't, it, it, it would be similar but it would have to be different in a lot of ways too. Um, the biggest disappointment to me about Be My Cat is that Anne Hathaway wants nothing to do with it. Right, but I mean, even if she did after the fact, even if she made some kind of public statement, that's still not within the context of the film. So how would we do it where, I mean, I think what what would be interesting is that you probably wouldn't have to show up to the end. And what we could really do is if we shot your part at one of these paranormal conventions where that's where the guy kind of finally confronts you. Yeah. I think that would be interesting because it would add production value because we film at one of these conventions. I'm sure the convention would let us do it. What we should do is we should set this up and we should film the climax at the Loveland frog thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least have that part. I mean, well, yeah, that he could film all the way. You have to find your guy. Well, yeah, we have, I mean, that's the, the timing for that would work out perfect because that's like what next spring yeah all right so fucking that gives us six months to write the script and come up with everything put everything together and then we just film it and then when we go to uh we shoot the climax at the the loveland whatever just calling the thing i'm really bad with names and shit I'm not trying to be disrespectful i just don't remember anything <laughs> <laughs> so i don't remember what jeff's thing is called <laughs> Not being a dick, Jeff. Dan, I don't remember what your show is called. Not being an asshole. I just, too much drugs, man. Too much partying. (laughs) Pedo started doing cocaine at 14. (laughs) And at 40. (laughs) At 41. Then his heart exploded. (laughs) From too much love. Yeah, right. Too much love. Love and cocaine. that's what i always, call the movie love and cocaine i always tell people like the, the aneurysm that they that they found that was just bad genetics that was that was because i'm a tall dude that was marfan disorder that was has nothing to do with anything my busted out mitral valve that might have been because okay i don't know <laughs> that might have been that might have been from partying too hard back in the day but not my aneurysm the aneurysm is completely unrelated um <laughs> That's a different drug. That's just, just, just totally, that was all the ecstasy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, too much love, man. I just, uh, yeah, almost made my heart explode. So, I don't know. That was, my, yeah, that was my weekend. What did you get up to besides fucking fighting off lingering death? Um, that's what I did. I mean, I I was sick all fucking weekend. I watched the fucking entirety of the Dahmer series. 
um which is 10 episodes an hour a piece 10 hours watching i don't ever watch anything like it was so weird to just sit around I, i'm not good at that um but that's what i fucking did i watched the whole thing it was uh you know so when everybody's talking just talk to town it's okay you know um they did not even give a call to the adam walsh thing okay which makes me very which i i get it i get it people accept that otis tool killed adam walsh but i am going to prove that incorrect uh one of these days when we do an episode about it so uh, who who did the Dahmer thing was it ryan murphy and yeah, evan peters so. yeah so it was the, it was the kid from american horror story and quicksilver from the x-men movies evan peters i guess so yeah yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Watch I've never it. watched American Horror Story, and I've never watched uh, whatever the other things you said was. <laughs> I don't yeah, I, I, I think my X Men. Yeah, my wife it. was watching it. I'm not sure. It's pretty good. I mean, I guess. I mean, it's not really good. It's just you know, if you just want more Dahmer, fucking go watch it. I guess, or just How go. Gay is it? It's very gay. Awesome. It was actually hilarious because, <laughs> like, the first episode, it's like, it, what I don't like about it is that the timeline, like, jumps around. It, it goes, like, all over the place. And you kind of, if you don't know the Dahmer story, then you get confused pretty quick. I mean, obviously, you know when, like, it's child Dahmer and adult Dahmer, but it jumps around so much, it's not really told in a linear way. It's, so it starts off in the beginning. And, you know, with the guy that got away and the police show up to his house and figure out that he's been killing people. But, you know, the police show up and they're like, want to go in his bedroom to go look for the guy's handcuff key. And he's like, oh, you don't want to go in there. There's gay stuff. I just keep my gay stuff in there. <laughs> just like, what the fuck, dude? And the, the fucking cop opens up his uh, bedside table drawer and finds his Polaroids. And that's that's exactly what happened. He found the Polaroids of the fucking dead bodies that he would pose and mutilate. And uh, he's like, oh, you don't want to look at those. That's just gay stuff. I mean, it was like his excuse. So I'm going to start using that whenever I don't want people to like <laughs> ruffle, ruffle through my things. Like, it's just gay stuff in there. <laughs> and my mom, my mom called me today and she's like, she told me she started watching it and she was watching it. She was in her kitchen and her boyfriend walks in and she, she said she got kind of embarrassed. She turned it off. I was like, oh, you should just tell him I'm watching yeah, gay that's stuff. That's gay stuff. <laughs> so... That's yeah, it is. It, it is Ryan Murphy and Evan Peters. I, 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 I might have to check it out. I think my wife started it already, but uh, I'm a sucker for anything Ryan Murphy does. Oh, so, okay. I've yeah. heard the opposite. I've heard a lot of people don't like him, but I mean, this was all right. Um, I liked it. It kept my attention, and I don't, you know, it was good. You know, so I'm critical of those things, but that's what I did. I pretty much didn't do not a motherfucking thing. I'm trying to heal up because I'm supposed to be in West Virginia this weekend at the Ravenswood uh, Library and Ravenswood, West Virginia, talking about Mothman. So, um, so far, I'm going to fucking be there unless I'm, you know, unless I die. So, well, what do you think is wrong with you? I mean, like, is it just like a sinus thing? Cause I was, you know, if you li- actually, if you listen to, uh, the, the Y2K episode, like you can hear, I have like a nasal, I had a nasal infection too. And my voice is like two octaves deeper and yeah, you know, kind of how you're, you got that musky throaty thing going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yesterday I thought for sure I'd like wake up today and wouldn't have a voice because um, it was so much worse. I don't know. I took uh, two COVID tests. They're both negative. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they say it's, I hate to sound like such a fucking old man right now, but they say that uh, this allergy season's really bad that, uh, I don't know, a bunch of shit's dying off at the same time or something. Okay. Or... Right. So on the 21st, Pat, it was 90 degrees. And on the 22nd, it was 60. Yeah, same here. 
It was fucking fall in one day. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like 50 out. Now it's know? well, it's been it's been like 60s and 70s here. It's not been too bad. But yeah, I just woke up one day and it was fucking magically fall. So I don't know. I'm just sick. It happens. I was at the Mothman Festival with a bunch of people. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, am I going to get COVID from this? And, uh, yeah. I, no, I, my I, daughter, my mom had messaged me while I was in West Virginia for Mothman and, and told me that she gave my daughter a COVID test because she was coughing real bad. So she was already sick. And then, of course, my kid's 10. So she just coughs. Like, literally, I was in the kitchen the one day and she's just fucking open mouth coughing everywhere. And I'm like, you've just got to be fucking kidding me. Like, well, you know what it is too. Like I used to bang school teachers, and school like the first September is like when all the kids come back, and they all share each other's germs and shit. And I used to get she was immune to it because she had been a school teacher for years and years and just built up the immunity. But me, the the joker that was living with her, I would get sick every September from her. Yeah. Because she yeah. would get it from the kids and bring it home to me, and I would be like dead every every fucking September. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's if that's not a part of it too, as our kids going back to school and then coming. Yeah, and, you know, they're fucking gross. Kids are fucking gross. It's just the way. It is. Yeah, they <laughs> so, are. I mean, it's okay. You know, I was I, I'm already feeling better. I, I don't sound great. Um, you know, but like we were supposed to record Sunday for we were rolled like I just couldn't. There was no way. There was no fucking way I could do that. And then I woke up today. I feel better. So I'm getting there again. I'm hopeful I'll be in West Virginia this weekend. That'll be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to talk about some news? Let's talk about some news. I got two news. I got two news for you. Um, what is the uh, everybody's it's a hot new topic. The National Aviation Intelligence Integration Office. Are you talking about the theme song or the patch? The logo. Oh, fuck the fucking theme song. Fuck the fucking theme song, okay? I do not want to hear... That is not real. That does not exist. I'm just going to pretend that it's not a thing in my world. Okay. Because fuck the fucking theme song. Audience members, look it up, because it's it's fucking waggy. It's so goddamn (laughs) stupid. But so are all of them. Like, I don't... But why? It's 2022. That a fresh fucking start. I get why the other ones are, right? It's because all that shit was discovered back in ancient times or whatever. But, like... (laughs) You know, it's 2022. Like they should have like what? Like I don't know. I don't like know. Ti do it or something. Yeah, something, spice, something fucking else. Spice. Not a fucking marching band song. You know, it was terrible. Oh. I don't. I don't know. They could have done fucking uh, anything else. Anyway, this is the logo. I was going to talk about the logo. Um. So this this uh alphabet organization came out with a new logo and people are losing their shit because it features a couple of different um you know jets and planes and things um but also it has a ufo on it It sure does a legit flying saucer straight up that's what that is there's no mistake in that there's no you know it's a classic fucking flying saucer and it's like separate like everybody else all the other planes and shit are like going together they're flying together the 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 saucer isn't i I thought that was what does that mean the office of the director of national intelligence right nim aviation right it's the national aviation intelligence immigration office this uh this does not make sense to me my head cannot wrap around what is happening or why are they doing this it seems like a fucking joke I don't think it's funny. I th- it, I find that 
very, very disturbing. And I, I saw it and I thought it was a joke. And uh, I know that it's not a joke. And now that like you're bringing it up and I have to really kind of reckon with it. My mind does not like that. Why? I got, I got to tell you, I find that really, really disturbing. Why? Because why would you do that? What are you saying? What's the fucking, what's, this is, this is step one. What's step two? It defies logic. Why would you put that on there? I mean, recognition, I guess. Of what? Of UFOs. In the fucking logo? Like, that is, that is just, I, that to me is, is like sociopath. It's weird to me that it's so because it does look it looks photoshopped on there like it's so out of place with the whole rest of the, again all you got all these crafts flying together and then the UFO is like off doing its own thing. That's good. I, so it's like they didn't want to show the UFO in unity with the United States Air Force, but they still wanted it to be there. It doesn't even make sense why it's on there. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to process that. I do not have the answers. And it's real, right? This is an actual government. I mean, if you guys really I mean, if there's anybody listening to this show, and I don't think anybody does, but if there's anybody listening to this show that still questions the existence of UFOs and things like that, this needs to just I mean, what else do you need? You know, what else do you need? One land in your fucking yard and for aliens to pop out and go, Hey, we're here. I, I don't I don't know what else you would need besides what we got. So, yeah, that's uh, like I said. It's disturbing. I don't know. Pat, I was disturbed. I am. I think that it's it's is it we're put we're putting this in there because we this will have some kind of significance in six months when some other kind of announcement is made. You know what I mean? Are they? Are, is this the precursor to something different? Where suddenly this symbolism will make more sense? <clears throat> is it uh, is it trolling, or is it just like the government's not funny enough to troll? I don't know what the deal is. Why would you do that? They wouldn't put the shit in there for a joke. Why would the, Why would you put the shit? You wouldn't. You shouldn't put the shit in there at all. There's no reason to put the shit in there that I could think of. That's the thing. It's not. It's it's like. You know how people talk about like uh, I don't want to I don't want to go full of craft, but like when 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 people come across something that just doesn't it defies explanation, their brain can't make sense of it, and like they have like they don't not necessarily well like it's just it's it's abnormal, and their their brain can't process it. They, they're questioning what you're seeing. I don't know why that's there because on a government closure. agency logo. Because disclosure is happening. Because they're they're telling us with this fucking UFO task force, UAP task force, I don't remember their fucking names, but, um, you know, they're saying we are acknowledging the existence of these things. They've said that numerous times. We don't know what the hell they are, but we acknowledge that they exist. Yeah, but but the fact that they would put in a flying saucer like that, when that's kind of like, I mean... I don't even know the statistical breakdown, but is the flying saucer the most reported type of craft? 
Um, that's a good question. Or, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's other like they're using something that's very that's universally recognizable as a signal for extraterrestrial life, as a sim- symbol for well, extraterrestrial life. Right. If they, they if they put the black triangle, you're just like, oh, it's a fucking fighter jet. Right. So so they're very clearly trying to convey extraterrestrial life. I think so. Yeah. Okay, so like your your graphic designers are in on this. Do the rest of us get to get brought in on this anytime soon? Probably Should, not. No. Shouldn't like this logo be a, have been made public after <laughs> you have the conversation, or is it like, or or mom and dad like you know it's it's like like mom and first mom and dad sit the kids down at the kitchen table and they tell them they're going to divorce and then dad gets a new. Uh, apartment and then dad gets a new girlfriend and mom starts you know it's and it's like no my, dad just came home with a fucking 20 year old and is banging her now like what like no no no. there's steps to how you do this <laughs> yeah. right like you haven't had you haven't set sat the kids down at the kitchen table and had to talk with them yet yeah you're just putting out graphic design artwork <laughs> with fucking aliens on it well that's why i'm saying i'm like that's fucking crazy to me like what the fuck who who came up with this fucking plan i know there's people in a room somewhere getting paid to think about this shit this is what they came up with i can't it's it's it just seems very like stupid and irresponsible and i'm thinking like unless i don't have all the information and i'm not understanding their this plan of attack here well, because we will never, ever, for one, there will never be the talk. We'll never get the talk, ever. It's always going to come in these weird little hints dropped all around, and then they can be like, well, we told you. You know, just like the fucking one thing that nobody ever talks about anymore is when this all started happening back in, what, 2016, 2017? I think it was 2017. Actually, 2020 is when they, they finally came out and admitted those videos were were, were theirs. Um, the Pentagon admitted that they had debris of crafts. They admitted that. That's not a conspiracy. <clears throat> That's not something that some obscure, maybe scientist somewhere said. The fucking Pentagon said we have debris of craft and we don't know what it is. And nobody ever talks about that anymore. But they told us, so that's all we needed to know. That was good enough. And that's exactly how these things will continue to happen. Now, why they're randomly trying to fucking pepper these bombshells in right now, I have no idea. But, um, you know, I got theories about it. Maybe that's what we should have done the episode on today. Oh, well. We didn't. <laughs> I mean, the episode's about whatever it's about. I don't know. It's about whatever it's about. <laughs> That's all right. I didn't do my research on it. But yeah, I mean, it's just another, it's just peppering in more of the evidence because they know about it. They know what they're doing. They know that things are happening, that these are otherworldly craft. I mean, that's, that's that. I mean, it's you would, yeah, you would like to think they know what they're doing, but then sometimes it's like, you're giving these people too much credit. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I I work. Oh, I don't think they know what mans those crafts. No. Yeah, and and I think just having a articulate. Well, that's I don't know. That's the thing is that the the conspiracy theorist in me likes to think that there is a very calculated, well orchestrated plan for all of this. The person that has worked in the pub, uh, like 
I don't know if I just, uh, uh, not that I work for the government, but you know what I do. And, and I, I see how municipalities are run and you realize they're, <laughs> it's just people <laughs> at the end of the it day. Is. It's yeah. just people that weren't smart enough to make a fortune in, in private industry that work in the public sector. You know, it's not, the, it's not our best and brightest. It's our uh, most uh, reliable and, and somewhat capable, I guess. So at the end of the day, the people that design, decide the shit, the people that, de- you know, design these logos and approve these logos and think it's a good idea, they're just fucking clowns like anyone else. They're not exceptionally br- brilliant or smart or, you know, no one consulted Elon Musk or, or fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson about any of this shit. Probably. They just did it. And we're like, well, okay, you know. I, I mean, I I would like to think that the people uh, that are that are run those organizations are smarter than those people. Um, you know, they're not just everyday Joes. I mean, they're smart people. I, I don't think this was just an, again. This wasn't a troll move. This wasn't ha ha. Let's just freak people out. They wouldn't do that. Um, I'm just gonna say what I what I think uh, and have thought this entire time. The government knows things, but they don't know as much as as people like to think they know there isn't they don't have some secret treaty with with uh, other species and other planets they don't communicate with them like that have they talked to them before maybe do they have physical evidence of uh spaceships probably yeah but do they know what they do do they know how they work probably not no um and the issue is coming forward and going yeah we know some shit but we don't know enough we still don't know and we know that we can prove that people freak out when our authority does not have an answer so i think that they're just trying to kind of say hey look we really fucking don't have an answer for a lot of this stuff yeah i mean all you have to do is i mean i saw the world change because of 9-11 and we kind of before that we had this idea that um you know we kicked so much ass in the gulf war in, in the early 90s and you know, America was kind of this like fortress unto unto itself, and we just felt like everything was in control and everything was under control, and uh, that was fine. We didn't have to worry about anything. We didn't have to worry about terrorist attacks on American soil, even after Columbine, and even after uh, Timothy McVeigh and the the Oklahoma City bombings and shit like that. You still didn't really worry about stuff. There was no TSA. There was no Homeland Security. You know what I mean? Um, we were, it was a different time to be alive. And then when nine 11 happened, we realized that the government was not all seeing all powerful, all in control, and that we had to make sacrifices if we wanted to remain safe. And that's kind of collectively what we did as a nation is we gave up a lot of our freedoms and allowed a lot more government oversight in our daily lives in exchange for protecting us from another 9-11 from happening, right? And that was a direct response to us realizing that we weren't as safe as we thought we were. That the people that we thought were in charge were still, they were fallible. They could make mistakes. Things could get through. Sure. Right? And the government coming forth and saying, exactly what you're proposing would set the stage for another 
post 9-11 type right. change in society. Just at minimum fear. I mean, imagine that, you know, yeah. hey, there's these fucking beings that don't even, they're not even human. They're not even like us. <laughs> they live on a different planet. We don't really know how they work. We don't know how they operate, but they're visiting us for some reason. And we still don't really know why, uh, but don't freak out. Well, but then here's the thing. How do you talk about the spaceships without talking about the occupants? Yeah. How do you talk about the spaceship and the occupants without talking about abductions? Right. And now do you have every, if you confirm alien life, do you somehow at the same time confirm every abduction story that everybody has ever heard? Right. And now do you have an entire planet full of people going to bed every night fearing alien abduction mm-hmm. and there's Were nothing we can in- do about it yeah, i mean think about think about the way that white people used to be afraid about black people just coming into their neighborhood oh yeah now you're gonna have every everybody worrying about these things that we cannot defend against that we cannot we, we can't they come and go as they please we don't know right. what they're doing we don't know how to stop them they're invading our airspace and sometimes they're taking people well, how, they have said repeatedly they're a threat. How do we even begin? What ha- how, how does society shift from there? Right. What happens? Does everybody buy a gun? Does everybody, how do we protect them from coming into our homes? Do we do, put alarm systems? Do we lock ourselves in our homes? Does the government say we have a, uh, we have a system uh, that we want to put in your home? To prevent them from coming in, we've developed the kind of technology. I mean, it could go so fucking nuts. It could go any. It could go anywhere from there. But I don't know how much you can talk about UFOs and when Shooks when Shooks not acknowledge their existence. I mean, it's going to be a pretty short fucking news cycle before the next thing comes in is abductions are real too. I mean, I, I think we're getting there. I think that's kind of what the what uh, this is all being released in steps, right? So we start talking about the craft. Well, what are they? Well, we know and have confirmed that they are not ours. So they're not ours. They're not the U.S.'s. We know and confirmed and have confirmed they are not from a foreign country. Okay, so it's not coming from us. It's not coming from a foreign country. <laughs> it's not coming from anybody on earth. And we know this because they're pulling off maneuvers that we cannot do. We know that. We watch the science happen. And we know that it's not possible. That's all we know really so far about them. And I think that's 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 probably valid. But let's start there. Let's just accept the fact that there are strange lights in the sky that happen that we don't know what they are. Let's get people to accept that. And then we go from there. That was my first question. How are they going to start treating abductees? You know, because that's that directly affects people. But they have said multiple times over and over again, for one, you know, for one, they're not from here. They're not from anything that we know, period. And they are a threat. Why do they think they're a threat? Is it because of abductees? Is it because they're kind of hanging around our military a lot? Why? What's threatening about them? What have they done to threaten us? You know, um, I don't know, you know, but then they, they haven't talked about like big events that they should have been talking about, you know, and, and they kind of um, a- approached that when they did the, um, oh gosh, when they did the fucking, did. yeah, when they did the thing where they all sat down and talked about it, <laughs> <laughs> they did that thing, they all sat down and talked about it, and then they had right. a meeting afterwards that we all weren't allowed to see. Exactly, uh, yeah. 
and we're supposed to be like oh okay that's fine you guys have your they had like a two hour like thing at from like 10 to fucking noon right. on a thursday and right. then uh yeah i remember then that. they're like okay we're, we're gonna go talk in private now it's not about this though at all don't worry <laughs> it's weird you know, but but some topics were you know were um were talked about that they just acted like they didn't know anything about like, the fucking uh like the malmstrom fucking thing where the the ufos fucking um turned off our missiles and shit like disengaged her fucking weapons and shit and like that happened like that's not like again that's not fucking folklore it's not a conspiracy that happened and the fucking government sat there and said oh we've never heard we don't know anything about that bullshit you don't know anything about that Mm -hmm. so it's just weird there's a lot of weird stuff still going on with it anyway i don't want to waste too much more time on it the point of it is is that this happened uh they put a ufo on their logo what does that mean next i don't know i guess we'll talk about it when it happens <laughs> we'll get there so anyway there's some nessie news mm. so a uh, couple of webcams i think five of them were installed around the lock and uh some guy claims that he caught he caught nessie on him of course, what it is is just you know things in the water. God, I sound terrible. Oh well, it's I know just, you don't. I think I do. <laughs> I'm like probably breathing heavy and shit. Like <laughs> sounding all exhausted and winded. Um. Anyway, so what it is is that this guy uh, says that he caught you know fucking shapes in the water. Maybe they're Nessie. There's a group of people that are kind of pissed off about this and don't think that these webcam sightings should be um, set in the official sighting registry. And why is that? Well, because you can't prove that that's not, you know, weather related or just a big fish or a bird or, you know, there's no way for you to prove that it's actually Nessie. It's just a shape in the water, you know. So they think that it takes away the credibility of the Loch Ness Monster and they're upset about it. And so they are trying to petition um, with the official registry to um, have it so that you can't report a nessie sighting with these webcams unless you can make out facial features which i think is a pretty big ask don't you yeah because i don't think has there ever i mean no yeah you're setting a standard for footage that's never been achieved outside of the webcam arena why would you uh suddenly yeah it don't make any fucking sense right now granted the registry doesn't typically register webcam sightings um they believe it or not that 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 Loch Ness monster uh sightings website they fucking do good work like they they legit make sure that these are as close as possible as they could get to a nessie sighting you can't just be like i saw nessie and that's that um that you know that there's a lot that goes into it which is why we don't have these reports in right away usually take some time for them and especially for the newcomer official um but they're they're not slouches when it comes to reporting like the webcam there's been a nessie webcam forever um i remember being you know a stupid kid that loved uh cryptozoology and i'd fucking watch those webcams for hours and i used to think i'm gonna see nessie on there i never did but i thought i was going to <laughs> you know i was fucking watching that shit all day every day to make sure i was um that was a weird kid imagine that but anyway um <laughs> i know you're all surprised to hear that um but yeah so you know they're trying to to come up with some type of criteria that makes sure that it's not just shapes in the water that's being classified so i don't know we'll see these two new webcam sightings um are they nessie sightings fuck it we'll call it 
we've been reporting them every week for at least the last year now. So <laughs> we'll add them on there. But yeah, Nessie news. We'll, we'll see if they uh, if they make some type of uh, criteria. So that's what I got. That's what I got this week. Pat, nice. you want to talk about the the, uh, the space band photograph? <laughs> sure. Uh, so we were supposed to have, uh, someone from another podcast on, but they, uh, backed out at the last second this morning. So Asher's decided that we should talk about the Solway Firth Spaceman. Oh yeah. Um, it's a picture that I guess you should stop right now and look up because we're going to be referencing one specific picture for the duration of this podcast. And it was a picture that I was familiar with. I remember seeing somewhere you had mentioned that this case was on unsolved mysteries. Um, I don't know if that's where I saw it or if it was, if it was something else. I think it was on unsolved mysteries, but yeah, I feel like I I might have, it was something a little bit more pulpier. I remember this, like this, like trading card thing from tops that was, weird paranormal stuff or like shockingly true stories of the unknown or some shit like that. And this to me feels like something that might've been on one of them. That's fucking Um, sweet. Yeah. But basically it was a a photograph taken in May of 1964, uh, by a fireman, uh, and local historian named Jim Templeton in, uh, uh, Firth, which is in Cumbria, England. And uh, he was out with his family, took a picture of his son. And in the background, when he took the picture, uh, it was just his kid uh, just chilling out. Took a picture of his daughter. Oh, whatever. I can't. With that haircut, how can you tell? (laughs) You know what I mean? Very androgynous. A young David Bowie. Um, But no, took a picture of this kid. Well, then you fucking describe. Why are you making me do this? Dumping this shit on my fucking plate. I was just asking if you were ready to get into it. You're the one that jumped into it. I I was... I'm, I'm trying I'm, to carry you. you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm running underneath you with the fucking blanket, just trying to catch you, baby. <laughs> I was just letting you go for it. Okay, I'm taking over. Right. Um, <laughs> May, May 23rd, 1964, Jim Templeton and his wife, Annie, and his child, doesn't matter what her name is, I don't think it's ever been disclosed, go to someplace, England, some fucking beach somewhere. Jim is an amateur photographer. He's taking pictures of his daughter. And at one point in time, he has his daughter pose and he's taking pictures of her with his um, Kodiak camera. Kodiak? Kodak? Kodiak. Kodak. Kodiak is Kodiak the, is the uh, bear. Like the dip. Or yeah, or it's a bear too. There's a Kodiak dip? Yeah. Is it good? Uh, the, the wintergreen long cut. Oh, dip. Like, <laughs> I thought you were talking about food. <laughs> like French onion? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about like dip. Is it delicious? I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not supposed to swallow it, but whatever. <laughs> the dip, the tobacco. Gotcha. Right. Anyway, um, so he's going. He has her He has her pose, and he's taking pictures of her. He took three pictures of her. And um, takes his pictures and goes and gets them developed. Well, while he's getting them developed, the person at the, at the Kodak place is like, hey, these are were some great series of pictures here except for someone fucked up your one and stood right in it that's rude rude of them kind of looks like a spaceman i don't know who that was but you know and the guy takes a look at it he goes um that is a fucking spaceman I, I don't okay all right so let's stop there so obviously you've done the right thing and you have went and now looked at the picture either you have seen the advertisement that i have pushed all over social media or you have gone and searched it yourself and maybe you're familiar with it go look at the picture um okay yeah it kind of does look like a spaceman i guess i wouldn't look at that and immediately think spaceman 
but you know people have different uh imaginations so um so you know he knows that it's not his wife and nobody else was there that day at the the beach or whatever this was and i think it was a beach um his wife was standing behind him while he took these pictures he knows that he was taking these pictures specifically to take a photo shoot of his child um so he knows it wasn't it wasn't her um now he went and and took the footage took the the uh negatives and and the and the pictures to kodak and had them just make sure and verify that there was no tampering and and there wasn't um you know at least not with those with that you know with that photograph um people have later come forward and said that they strongly believe actually it's been pretty wildly accepted that that is his wife in the picture um, because in the other pictures that he had that day, you can see his wife, Annie, was wearing this dress, this like sleeveless dress. And they think that the white is just coming from overexposure. The head is just because she had a dark hair and bob cut. Um, but I don't know if I agree with that either. Yeah, that I don't buy that at all. You know, I don't, I don't think it because it just doesn't. I mean, it looks like it's clearly wearing some type of white. And to me, if it were like the sleeves, whatever it is, look like long sleeves. Right. Agreed. Yeah. It doesn't look like a sleeveless because there's no like puff at the shoulder between like the shoulder and the and the arm or whatever, um, you know. For and, it- and the head looks like it's it's got a mask on it. There's there clearly seems to be a hood where it's white on top. It looks what's what's crazy about it to me is that it looks like um it does look like a spaceman but it, it i mean you could come up with a couple different explanations like was it like some kind of toy that was like you know what i mean or something like that cuz that could be like a think about how tall that would have to be how tall that person would have to be for that picture where they would have to be standing cuz you can see the horizon line behind the kid's head right so like where were they standing how tall are they um right it's 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 very uh it's 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 very confusing and um i could see if people wanted to argue that it wasn't real however i don't think you can say that that was his wife and somehow just her dress was exposed differently than the whole entirely than the rest of the photo to create that kind of look that doesn't that explanation doesn't hold water with me you want to argue that it's not real fine but that i don't think that 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 it's the wife that doesn't make sense to me i I don't either i mean i I could kind of understand why people say that um you know and just accept that but you know i agree looking at it, it it clearly whatever it is it's back is facing the camera okay i mean i guess unless aliens have like backwards arms because you can see like where the elbow bends you know would be like if it was a human then it's the back you're looking at the back oh that's right you didn't see that you thought that was the front i thought that was the front i thought it was a person with like yeah no you're right that's though clearly the back right and it, like i said unless it, aliens could have backwards arms i don't know their elbows point outwards instead of back you know i don't know um but you know it looks like the back i mean even like the you can kind of see the definition of like where the shoulder blades would be but to me that looks not like a very feminine figure because of those shoulder blades you know it looks mm-hmm. weird 
Um, but it does look like some type of like hood at the back of the, the base of the neck, something hanging like a hoodie almost. I don't know. It's just a weird material. But if, if it were like a necklace that she had, I mean, it could be if it was the wife, you know, the necklace could be like weird. You know, she needs to fix it and pull it to the front. I don't know. It looks strange. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. Um, I can't tell you it's not a spaceman, but there were some very odd circumstances otherwise mm-hmm. um, revolving around this. Um, so uh, Mr. Templeton claimed that um, two men wearing all black and driving a Jaguar came to his house <laughs> and wanted to know more. They actually wanted to take him to the spot. They wanted him to show him the spot where he took the picture. So he gets in the car with these strange men because it's 1964 and that's what you do. It's just gay stuff. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's interested. They're just doing gay stuff. And uh, they go to the spot and, um, you know, he shows them where it is where I took the picture or whatever. And there's like two versions of the story. Um, the, the The most popular version is that they wanted him to answer if he could see that being there right there right now if he could see it right now and he said no and they got mad at him for that so they just left him there and left the other version of the story is that they took him there and wanted him to tell everybody that this was fake that this was a hoax that it never happened and he refused so then they just left him there either way there was some type of altercation that happened and they got mad at him and they left him there at the spot and i don't i don't know how he got back home i don't know he walked i don't know he flew with a space band friend. I don't know. Um, another thing that Templeton had, had um, reported was that a technician from the Blue Stream Missile Project in Australia had come to him because this story got huge. He took it to the police. The police were like, who cares about this? Then he took it to the media and the media was like, fuck yeah, we're all over this. This made international news. It, it was such a big famous photograph it made international news so Mm -hmm. some technician comes forward all the way from australia and says hey there was supposed to be a missile launch that day but we canceled it because there were two figures that looked exactly like that thing in that picture that were walking around the launch pad and then that's it i mean i don't know if anybody can verify that nobody can um kodak offered a reward for anybody that could prove that this was fake, for anybody that could replicate this photo, they re- they they offered a monetary award, which nobody ever collected. Nobody could ever do. So. Yeah, it does kind of look like a, um, it does kind of look like a radioactive, like, suit. You know what I mean? Like, if you were like to. Like what you would wear. In a, like, if you were to see people in a movie and they were. You know, like when Homer Simpson wears his radioactive suit, yeah. you know, and he takes it off and the fuck. Yeah, like that's what it looks like. It, it looks does. like they're they're wearing a white or silver radioactive suit and that's the visor, the face visor. That's why it's black, but it's still got the white hood because it's like, you know, the hood for the suit. You're looking at the back of it? I don't know. Yeah, that, that's my two cents. That's what it looks like to me yeah it's weird but like what's the logic there okay so he catches this i mean why is it an alien why is it not a ghost you know i think um i this is just me hypothesizing because i'm a creative person that likes to make up stories on the spot you know if you think about all of 
this could be somebody and and same thing with the this site the missile launched in australia or whatever think about all of the people over the past 50 years well this thing's like 60 years old so past 60 years 70 years 80 years think about all the people that have been lost to science and the exploration of the unknown all right, all the experiments that all the different countries have done over the past hundred years, trying to split atoms, trying to open portals, trying to do all kinds of shit. Sure, we've lost a decent amount of people in those experiments. The Philadelphia experiment, right? Stuff like that. What do you think those people were wearing? I I don't. You know what I mean? I, I'm sure. I'm sure there's at least. A couple dozen of people, dozen people throughout the, you know, in, in the annals of history, scientists that have died experimenting on stuff, trying to time travel, teleportation, whatever, wearing shit like that. And maybe this is just one of them popping up somewhere briefly, you know, you winking say, in and out. Did you say anal? Annals. Annals of history. <laughs> God. I was listening to one of our old podcasts once, and it was so interesting. I don't know. You, we were talking about something. And you're like, well, you know, I'm an anal queen. And I'm like, I remember when Asher's used to talk like that. You know, I don't talk much like that anymore. You don't do that so much anymore. Not so much. Not, Not so, so much with the anal stuff. But back then when we first started this podcast, goddamn, you could just talk about putting anything in your butt. I mean... <laughs> Age has done it to you. You know what I mean? We all get old. Welcome no, to it. No, 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 no. That's still very true. Um, <laughs> that was back. I honestly think you were like in your 20s then. You might, might have been, been. You might have been 29. I might have been 29. No, but no, no, no. no. That's still very true. It's just that I figured you guys already know, you know, but but in case you don't, I love anal. Um, <laughs> and uncut dicks. <laughs> oh, my God. Filthy, uh, filthy redhead woman. Well, we hadn't talked enough about sex this episode and genitals, and I know how everybody fucking just <laughs> loves to hate that. So yeah, not, not um, as much as I hate hockey's. Did I did I mention last weekend what people were saying about that at the Mothman Festival? No, what I was telling people about how we're allegedly racist against white people, and every fucking person was like, "Well, yeah, fuck white people." <laughs> <laughs> fucking crackers <laughs> and they were Crack- i mean they were white people too so <laughs> they're a lot of cracker say. ass crackers yeah those cracker ass honkies um <laughs> anyway uh back back to the spaceman uh you're right some people think that this could be a time traveler yeah who just kind of dipped in on accident or something like he was on the way because whatever it was it didn't like stop and hang out with them you know it wasn't like there all of a sudden well, yeah, what's interesting, yeah, it's was it was it there in such a flash that only the camera caught it and these guys weren't paying attention, didn't see it, or was it one of those things where the camera caught something that wasn't visible to the naked eye? That's you know, like right. is is this like uh you know, I don't know. So the camera itself, I mean that's one that's one argument that people have that it's the wife is that maybe Jim, Jimmy, James, maybe he did not know that his wife was standing there because this particular camera, you could actually only see 70% in the viewfinder than what you're actually taking a picture of. Yeah, but that kid's fucking head is part of that 70%. 
Like, it would be one thing if this thing was off into the side of the frame, but it's right behind the kid's head. Yeah, right behind the kid's head, right. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, you know, so maybe he couldn't, but but that's what people say. Maybe he didn't see her. You know, but then again, you would think he'd pull up or it would be in the other pictures because this picture is a series of three pictures and it's not there in the other two. And then all of a sudden it is. Hmm. Okay. I was like, <laughs> no, you didn't lose me. I'm okay. All right. You know, um, so I, I don't know. You know, again, is this fake? It could be fake, I guess. Is it real? I don't know. Could be fucking real. I wasn't there. I didn't take the fucking picture. I don't know. I don't think it's fake. You know, but, well, it's obviously not fake. Like, it's a real picture, first of all. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> whatever it was. Um, but is it a spaceman? Is it a time traveler? Is it, like I said, why, why not a ghost? It could be a ghost. I mean, the fact that, you know, they are calling it jumping to an alien because i guess it looks kind of like what you would think a spaceman looks like in the 1960s oh yeah that's very true (laughs) you know so it's uh i mean that's why they call it that but who knows what the hell it is um you know who would probably be a good guest to have on sometime and this is i don't i i can't think of anyone specific uh but just just a general statement you know before we had uh camera phones where you just took a picture and then it, it d- digital photography and that whole thing you would have to go to these things called camera stores and photo marts photoshops right and um you would have to bring your film there and they would turn your your film into pictures this is going way back probably before most of our audience was able to buy things with money so <laughs> most of our audience is between 40 and 60 i forgot (laughs) i didn't that's right i'm sure you don't so so guys okay so my fellow elder statesman you know what i'm talking about here (laughs) think about all the shit those people saw i had an uncle that uh he was only about 15 years older than me he was married to my mom's sister so he was my uncle-in-law or whatever um and he worked at able camera and video in mount greenwood and i remember him telling me that um the local police departments, the suburban police departments would come to him and he saw a lot of crazy pictures of uh, like investigations into the woods of like where the police departments would like be doing surveillance stuff on like kids partying to see if they were devil worshipers or whatever. And um, he said he saw some crazy shit. I'm not going to even try to make up stories. I don't remember, but I remember him telling me this and saying that like the police would come to him and he'd have, He'd have conversations with the off because of course you're looking at their pictures when you're developing the film you're not it, it was one of those things where like yeah you know so imagine all the shit you take on your cell phone right well, I think like, about it a lot yeah yeah like you would have to give that to somebody and they would give it back to you and if it you know nine times out of ten it was just stuff of your from your fucking vacation but imagine you were the type of person to take naked pictures of your wife right if you didn't know how to develop that on your own where else would you go right right and I used to go to, uh, I used to take naked pictures of my girlfriends in high school. And, uh, which I was probably like, we were both young. So I think it wasn't like terribly illegal, but it probably, I wouldn't That's recommend illegal. it. Yeah. <laughs> kids in high school don't do that now. But, um, I would take the disposable cameras to like Walgreens and have them developed. And the guy would be like, here you go. <laughs> and he probably kept doubles, <laughs> you know, which is fine. I'm like, but i yeah i was a pervert as a kid but um 
Yeah, I'm sure that if if there's anyone out there that knows, like, you know, somebody that worked at a camera store, I'm sure you would see weird stuff all the time. And maybe some of it is, because this seems to me like, did maybe two pictures get developed at once? You know what I mean? Where, like, that's an overlay or something. Like, if you, that, because I know, we know that's not Photoshopped, right? Because it's from 1964. But. Think of for anyone out there that knows Photoshop. I mean, that r- very much looks like one image just layered on top of another. Right. But Kodak said it was not tampered with. That okay, is the original. It, I get it. I get it. It might not have been tampered, but I just I, I would like to hear and this. Like I said, this is just wasn't was a side thought. Was that I'm sure those camera store people have fucking stories to tell, and I wonder oh, I how many of, stories. Yeah, I wonder how many of them have seen. Like, like, oh, here's a picture that you took, and it looks like there's some kind of ghost in there, or there's fucking orbs, or there's whatever. Fucking dead bodies, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I would be interested. Have you ever watched that movie, One Hour Photo? Um, honestly, no. What? I know, it's Robin Williams, and he's a, he talks about Evangelion in it, too, for some reason, I remember. Yeah, he's um, very creepy. Yeah, and he he uh, he's obsessed with these people based on their pictures and shit. Yeah. Um, but I never sat down and watched it. Well, if I ever come on your show again, we'll watch one hour photo. Uh, is it that? I feel like that's probably right on the cutoff. It's two thousand two. Oh, okay. I looked it up while you were talking. Oh. <laughs> I was just curious. I don't know. It's all right. It's not great, but it's okay. <laughs> uh anyway i agree with that yes that would be interesting to hear people's head did you work in a photo lab do you know anybody that works in a photo lab did they tell you horrific stories about said photo lab um let us know uh get a hold of us on social media you can send us uh email on wednesdays we talk weird at gmail.com or or you can call us at 773-59-WEIRD leave us a voicemail tell us your weird story about you working in a photo lab that sounds like a radio dj <laughs> <laughs> I'd be pretty good at it, at actual radio. Maybe I'll do that next. We'll see. Sure. Radio's dead. No, never mind. I changed my mind. You know, that's actually one of my um it's one of my dreams is to host a morning show here in Chicago. An actual like radio morning show? Oh, I would love to do that. That that would be like that would be like uh, a bucket list job. I do. You know. Yeah. I think I'd be I think I think we would we should do it. We'd be good at it. A morning radio show host, yeah, 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 yeah. yep. Get to play music or whatever shit you listen to. I don't know. I'd be bad about that. I'd be like, here's some fucking song. Listen to it. Whatever. (laughs) Some Will Smith. Here's some Will Smith. (laughs) (laughs) And it would just be me making you listen to all the Alkaline Trio songs and Alphabetical Order, and then asking you if you liked them. Did you like that? I I wouldn't know. I'd be like, (laughs) I'd be like, now it's time for Will Smith, and you'd put a fucking Alkaline Trio, and like that was Will Smith. The B side, and then on the weekends we do ICP. Whoop whoop! <laughs> That's, this is a terrible radio station. <laughs> <laughs> All they play is fucking Will Smith, Alkaline Trio, and fucking ICP. There we go. <laughs> anyway, any other thoughts about the uh, photo? I think it's cool. I think it's a cool it's picture. Cool classic you know whether it's fake or or not or real or whatever um this is still a very historical image within ufology i want to believe that it's a spaceman um but you know who knows i think 
Oh, go ahead. Is that picture copyrighted? We should turn that into a t-shirt and make the guy in the background saying something funny. It is It is in public domain. We can do that. We can put it on a fucking t-shirt. There we go. Let's do it. Let's do this new merch. We're going to put this on, uh, what are we going to put this on? Pillowcases. Pillowcases. Someone bought hey. one of our pillows and they're fucking nice. We sell pillows? Yeah. Red should decorate his whole house with fucking our pillows. He probably would. <laughs> he should have a pillow room. He probably will. A whole pillow room, yeah. <laughs> Bean bags and mattresses and fucking... Fucking <laughs> uh, Solway Firth uh, Spaceman pillows. <laughs> yeah. we should. Can we make blankets? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm almost positive. We should put this on a fucking blanket. We should do blanket, the whole thing. Just, that's yeah, not a bad blanket. idea. So when I when it's in the winter because winter time's coming, you're gonna want a nice lap blanket blanket yeah. when you sit in a recliner and play Fallout seventy six. Throw this over you. They're nice. I, I bought a Teespring blanket one time. Uh, they're actually really nice. So there we go. Maybe that's what we'll do. We'll put it on a blanket. What do you guys think? Would you buy it if it was on a blanket? Send her uh, five dollars on Venmo and respond yes or no. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only way we want to hear from you this month. And this week, <laughs> don't don't call seven seven three five nine weird. Just use Venmo and uh, Venmo her and say yes or no. Yeah, I take Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, Facebook Pay. Um, you know, different. I'm I'm flexible. I can do whatever. She'll rate your uh, Venmo transfer. I will. I will rate. I will rate your transfer so hard. Five dollars per paragraph. <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> I'm done with that. I'm sick. I'm going to go have some soup for the 10,000th time this weekend. And uh, maybe I'll see you guys in West Virginia this weekend. I don't know. But until then, uh, see you guys back here next Wednesday.